Hello and welcome back to The Josh Lozano Show. This is Josh Lozano. And today I wanted to turn your attention a little bit to the uh, crazy situation going on right now in New York and the surrounding areas. For example, there is actually such thing as the mafia. I don't know if you knew this, but the mafia apparently has been using the coronavirus as a means to extort and threaten people that are trying to get their business going. But of course, a lot of people don't really know what to do with their business. They're struggling. They don't know how to make the next payment, whether it's their house payment or their car payment, because they don't have money coming in. Why don't they have money coming in? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because the government made them shut down. Now, think about that for just a moment. The government made them shut down. Now, they didn't give them an option. They didn't say, oh, okay, we'll give you an option to to shut down, take it or leave it, yes or no, it's your choice. No. Instead, they went the tyrannical route, regardless of how you see this situation playing out in the news and regardless of your political views. This is on the verge of tyranny, which is why we see so many people across the country protesting in front of state capitals. They're not protesting being able to go and eat a burger at McDonald's or at Burger King. They're not protesting the price of sugar or taxes or whatever else you might be thinking. No, they are actually protesting the one thing that the First Amendment says we should be protesting, and that is a tyrannical government. We should be protesting as a free society, as a free people, and especially as Christians called to seek the benefit of the city. We are to protest for the purpose of greater freedoms. Or in this case, of course, we are not talking about greater freedoms. We're talking about keeping the freedoms that we currently have on the books. So when you see governors going out there and saying, hey, don't go out of your house. You know, we we don't want you to go out of your house. Stay home. And by the way, you're not allowed in Washington state. Do you do you realize that in Washington state right now, you are not allowed to fish? And not only is there a law against fishing, but there is a dictate by the leadership in Washington state to not go out. It is a double whammy to those freedom loving people in America. There's no doubt about it. This is tyranny at its finest. No question. No debate. This is tyranny. And as Christians in a free society, we have an obligation, not only as citizens of a free country, but we also have an obligation as Christians to pursue the welfare of our city, to pursue the benefit, the blessing of our city. And in this case, of our country, of our state, of our county, of our city. And we can't do that as Christians apart from voicing our concerns publicly. Now, there's a time when we are to be silent. There's a time when we are to not fight back and we are to take it and take it and take it and take it. But now is not that time. Now is not that time. We are as Americans, but most importantly, as followers of Jesus Christ called to bring account those that are in leadership over us. Now, you may have seen this on my Facebook page a couple of days ago, but I posted something and I wanted you to hear this in podcast form here. Listen to this on uh, you can go to the Josh Lozano show on Facebook and look at that. Here's what I wrote a couple of days ago. I quoted from Romans chapter 13, verse two, and it says this. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed and those who resist will incur judgment. 
And then I wrote this, make no mistake, God has commanded that insofar as his people are biblically allowed, we are to obey our authorities. American Christians are no different from Chinese or North Korean or Saudi Arabian Christians in that we are to be subject to our masters, 1 Peter 2.18. And in a free society like ours, these parts of scripture can rub us the wrong way. And isn't that true, by the way? These, these passages of Scripture do rub us the wrong way whenever we are in a free society, which, which we are right now as Americans, as Christians. We are in a free society, and when we hear, you know, honor the emperor, obey your masters, be subject to your masters, we, it kind of rubs us the wrong way. We don't like to hear that. Why? Because we desire to be free in every possible way. We are an autonomous people. I go on to write this. But is there an historical and contextual difference between those to whom the apostles Peter and Paul were addressing and the American church? I would say yes. Whereas the early church, as well as the church universal in many other countries, faced the spiritual and emotional burden of submitting to tyrants, dictators, slave masters, etc., American Christians are divinely subjected to a different kind of earthly authority. This authority is the U.S. Constitution. Like the early church, we also are not to worship our earthly authority, but to put it in its proper place in society and in our lives. It, not the president, not Congress, not the Senate, governors, sheriffs, mayors, or police, is the earthly authority by which American Christians are commanded to abide, and whatever lesser authorities dictate in accordance with that document, we are to live in subjection with grace and joy. Remember this in the days ahead. Until or unless through natural or supernatural means the Constitution remains our country's divinely gifted authority, we are to appeal to that, just as Paul, through facing certain death, appealed to the eyes and ears of the Roman emperor. And if all else fails, know that the constitution of your true citizenship is God's precious, inerrant, and everlasting word. Think about that for a moment. Let that reality wash over you for just a moment. That as Christians, we are to desire to be free we are to desire to be free, not only as Christians, but as human beings created in the image of God. We have personal agency insofar as we desire to lead a life that is free. We don't like people telling us what to do, especially when it is in relation to the government. What I was referring to in my Facebook post was this, that there are many Christians throughout the world that are not in the same situation that we are currently in. And so when I see people quoting from Romans chapter 13 or from 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 18 or others that are referring to being subject to our masters, there is a real truth to that, even as American Christians that we are to obey those whom God has placed over us. For example, when you work, you go to work every day, you put in your hours at work, you study hard at school, whatever it might be, you are to be subject to your employer. You're to be subject to your teacher, to your professor. And in those contexts, it's absolutely right and good for you to be subject in that way especially as believers, as followers of Jesus Christ, because Jesus subjected himself to the Father, even to the point of death, death on a cross, and that's the point. But in our American context, it is different. It's different from that of what Paul was talking about 
in the immediate historical context of an oppressive government of Rome. Whatever the emperor said went. There was no question. You could not question his authority. You could perhaps appeal to him, but once he said, this is final, that's it. You couldn't appeal anymore. You couldn't go beyond that. That was it. But with American Christians and with Americans in general, we have an authority as well, but we have a different kind of authority. We don't answer to tyrants. We don't answer to dictators. We don't answer to a sole individual. We answer an earthly context to the United States Constitution. And that's what we appeal to in the end in relation to our earthly citizenship. And that's what I was getting at in my Facebook post. But instead, what are you seeing happen? You're seeing the government being tyrannical in some states that are saying, don't fish. That are saying, don't come out of your house. They're saying to some law-abiding citizens, do not go to work. Do not earn a living. Do not feed your families. Now, sure, they're not saying that outright in some cases, but there is a stigma associated with those who want to continue working, who want to continue producing, who want to continue moving this country along, who desire to fight for the economic growth and stability and benefit of this country. So you have the government doing that. You have state governments doing that. When now you see protests all across the country, not only are the governments doing that, but the mafia is now doing this. They're having a role in the coronavirus outbreak. And not only are the governments doing things, not only is the mafia now taking advantage, full advantage of the coronavirus outbreak, but the mainstream media is doing its part to usher in more big government. I don't know if you follow CNN, but I just uh, signed up for CNN for CNN notifications on my phone just a couple of days ago. And I've heard that there's somewhat of a stigma with CNN. You know, there it's always people are always talking about it being fake news and all these sorts of things. But I thought, you know what, I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt and I'm going to go ahead and sign up for their app. So I signed up for their app. I turned on my notifications and I wanted to see all the news stories that were coming in and overwhelmingly. The news stories that were coming out of CNN had nothing at all good or positive to say about the president of the United States. They had nothing whatsoever good to say about those who desire freedom, who desire to go outside, who desire to walk their dog, who desire to go surfing on the coast. And instead, what's happening? They're praising the fact that people are getting arrested in these areas. What is happening to our country? Well, th there are quite a few things happening to our country. And I'm beginning to think that the coronavirus is not actually going to bring us down as a nation if it indeed is the will of God for us to be brought down. I don't think it's going to be the coronavirus. I think it's going to be this thing called socialism, this tyrannical ideology pushed by Karl Marx that in the end is full-fledged fascism skipping over communism, desiring for everyone to think the same, act the same, look the same, believe the same, and reject all forms of religion. Now, I can tell you right now, the only way to God is through Jesus Christ. Muslims will not inherit eternal life apart from Jesus. Mormons will not get to heaven apart from the grace of God through the belief that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that Jesus Christ is God himself, robed in flesh. Jehovah's Witnesses will not inherit eternal life apart from repentance and faith in Jesus Christ, period. These things are true. 
But when I see all kinds of hypocrisy coming out of the mainstream media, it all becomes pretty clear. Faith in Jesus is very clear. Jesus and Jesus alone is how we inherit eternal life. That's clear. Christians understand that. But we also need to understand something else. We need to begin to understand that socialism is not an option in the Christian world. We need to understand one thing right now. But we need to understand something else. Of course, it's not as important, not even close to as important as your eternal soul, your eternal salvation in Jesus Christ. But in relation to the benefit of our city, what we are called by God as Christians to seek socialism, communism, fascism, these isms have no place in the church. None. And over time, I fear that we will begin to regret allowing portions of socialism into our churches. I fear that we're going to begin to be sorrowful over all the things that we are beginning to allow into our pulpits and into our churches, into our study groups, into our universities, our schools, our Christian colleges, things like critical race theory that is being called a tool to bring about greater unity when all it does is separate us, when all it does is bring us away from each other, when it sections us off. When it says, you are different because of your skin color, because of your ethnicity, inherently different. And so instead of racism, we call it critical race theory. Brothers and sisters, we need to understand that there is a lot at play here in the United States right now. And it goes far beyond the coronavirus, far beyond tyranny, and it goes right into the local church. What are we going to do about it? How do we respond to these things? We respond to them by offering the right perspective. In a world that is chaotic, in a world that is illogical, that's unreasonable, we have God's word that's fixed, that's simple, that's direct, and that's perfect. Come, let us reason together, says the Lord. He desires to reason with a people that is unreasonable. What an amazing thought that God reasons with sinners. Sinners that have nothing to offer him, that are destroying countries through vain philosophies like socialism and Marxism and communism and fascism. And yet he says, come, reason with me. Either the church at large will decide to wake up and see that either Christ is king in everything and in every realm of society, or he isn't even though he is actually king, regardless of what somebody believes. What do I mean? When you see stories about the mafia getting together and trying to take advantage of the coronavirus outbreak, and when you see big government trying to get involved and take control and stick their nose where it doesn't belong, and when you see the mainstream media refusing to acknowledge gains in the stock market, and capitalizing on losses in the stock market. For example, just today, do you realize that just today, I don't even know what it is now, but I know just a couple of hours ago, the Dow Jones was down over 450 points. I don't even know what it closed at. Why do you think that is? I can tell you one reason that it could be. It could be the mainstream media trying to push us into this thing called socialism, pushing us into this thing where we become so dependent on the government that we're no longer desirous to depend on one another, not only as Americans. 
but most of all, as the church, as Christians, as followers of Jesus who desire to be a part of a church, to be a part of a family. When we gather together on Sunday mornings or on Wednesday nights or whenever it is that we gather together and we begin to wonder, is somebody going to come in and arrest people because they're too close to each other? Well, I know that things like that and much worse things happen to the church worldwide. But we as Americans have an obligation and we as Christians have a double obligation to make sure that freedom is kept on the books, that freedom is kept here. That if the light of the United States goes out, and in particular, the light of Christians goes out in the United States, there will be no light left, apart from a supernatural working of God, which we always depend upon. There will be no light left in this world. Although the world is often illogical and unreasonable, God's word is perfect and direct and pure. That's what we can take out of this. The world is acting like the world, in other words. We shouldn't be surprised that governors, that presidents, that mayors, past, present, future, desire more power, desire to usurp their authority, desire to trample the Constitution of the United States underfoot. We should not be surprised by things like that. Why? Because they're acting like sinners. Because they're acting like the world. The world acts like the world. It can't get any plainer than that. But the church must act like the church. When we have opportunities to rise up and fight against them, unnecessarily we must resist that temptation. So that's going to conclude the podcast for today. I wanted to give you some announcements real quick. I do have a new platform now on SoundCloud. So if you could check that out, I would love for you to check that out. Also, you can go over to Podbean. I will be having it pretty soon on Google Podcasts as well. As soon as I can roll that out, I'm waiting for some approval on that. Also, live shows. A lot of people have been asking about uh, when I'm going to do my next live show on Facebook. I plan on doing it very soon. I think we're going to start next Wednesday. So be looking out for that on Wednesday afternoons, possibly in the evening. If you would like more information about that, just go to my Facebook page at The Josh Lozano Show and follow us. Make sure that you like us and share our content. We would love for you to do that. If you like this episode, share this episode with another friend. If you are a God-fearing Christian who desires freedom for those around you, share this episode. And also be looking out for the Sunday specials. Every Sunday, I'm trying to get another person to interview. So be looking out for that as well. The upcoming podcast for this Sunday will be Nick Stanton. Many of you know Nick Stanton from Warsaw Community Church here in Warsaw, Indiana. So be looking out for that. We're going to be talking on that episode about keeping rich theology in worship music. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And as always, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.